Bush and Richie here with another Hometime Show podcast. Uh, me in my eldest daughter's bedroom. Richie, uh, where were you broadcasting from? Are you still in your lad's room upstairs? I am indeed in my uh, my eldest son's bedroom upstairs. Yes, correct. It, which is the coldest room in the house. It's beautiful outside. But uh, the, the final hour of today's show, so the last third of today's podcast, I had to go and uh, put some jogging bottoms on. It's cold. Really? See, I, I've been wearing shorts. This is the hottest room in our house. So Erin's uh, room gets the sun baking it all day. And I've had to keep the blinds shut because it, it's so bright, I can't really see what I'm doing. So I just feel like I'm like a 17-year-old and I'm just sat here playing <laughs> Xbox or something like that. You know, I feel like my parent or my mum and dad should come in and open the curtains and say you're missing the best of the day and get the windows open and everything. Do you know what I mean? Strange I do. this lockdown, isn't it? Very strange. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Hoodies, ropey shorts and sliders. It's the Hometime Show with Bush and Richie from our homes. Uh, I hope your day's been a, a decent one so far. This morning was my uh, designated uh, trip out to head to the supermarket uh, for the week. Pretty much getting used to the queuing to get in right now. I get why we're doing it, so I don't have a problem with that. But here's a statement, and it's not exactly going to reinvent the wheel. It's very boring, isn't it? Queuing for a so supermarket. Boring. So um, boring. <laughs> I mean, it's a beautiful day today. Blue sky, sunshine. So once again, could have been a lot worse queuing for that supermarket. But I was just so bored. Uh, Do you know the worst minutes. bit about it as well? I think Go on. we look. People are looking at each other with suspicion. So it's not a nice queue environment, is it? It's like no. a or oh, you get back, get get back to your two meter distance thing. Stand on the yeah. the stripy bit of tape, mate. It's not as if the supermarket is busy once I get inside. It's a fairly steadily moving queue, and it could be a lot worse. But I was stood there this morning thinking. It would be great if there was a way to jazz this queue up. And I straight in my head thought if there was a busker here right now, they would be making a mint. But then I realised, well, no, you you can't have a busker here right now because of the very reason why we're queuing. So it's a tricky one. But I think I think with our collective brains, uh, that is of you and I, but probably more importantly, the home time audience. I reckon there's some ideas in there of how we can make a supermarket queue right now just that little bit more interesting. Immediately, I'm drawn to the game from Magaluf in the mid-90s of uh, trying to get an orange between your knees to the next person's knees and passing it along the line if you were on stage. But again, I do think that flouts the two-metre rule. <laughs> but you're quite right. The, the, the ideas that come straight to mind are poo-pooed because of the restrictions that we are under. So let's Damn. all really try hard on this. I love the idea of, uh, <laughs> of moving an orange uh, between your knees. It's a great idea. But it's not going to work. So if no. you've got an idea of how we can make a supermarket queue just that little bit more interesting right now, 8, 12, 15 for your text or tweet us at Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. So, I mean, my initial suggestion when you mentioned this earlier on was the game from Magaluf where you pass the orange uh, between each other's knees. One other one. What about Wink Murder? Have you ever played Wink Murder before? <laughs> yes, I did as I a love, kid. It's brilliant. It's so much fun. <laughs> and people don't play anymore. You just pass a little note down the queue. Anyone fancy playing Wink Murder? Make sure you spell it right. Could end up with a riot. And I think that'd be great. <laughs> the, and what you could do is just wink at the people in front and you end up getting into the supermarket quicker. 
That's it. We'd have to have some written thing, right? You 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 <laughs> pretend to die on the spot, but no one's allowed to step over someone's <laughs> pretend dead body to get ahead. Uh, Ian's Rules. tweeted and says uh, a Mexican wave. I know it's bad. I know. Look, Ian, I I hate uh, Mexican waves at sporting events. Uh, in the form of a supermarket queue, I think there could be something in it. Uh, Ricky says rock paper scissors always fun. It's simple. It's worth a try. Oops upside your oops upside your head says Pete. If you know you know i think it's a little bit depressing that you have to put that at the end of that suggestion there probably is a generation out there right now who don't know what you're meaning uh, phil taylor has tweeted to say we always play who in the queue would you date i've had to make that a little bit uh family friendly compared to what phil actually t- tweeted uh, but he says it's impressive how your selectivity goes downhill the longer lockdown goes on looks like there's a lot of suggestions here if you can come up with a game that you can play in a queue 8, 12, 15, a text the show. Andy, not our Andy, uh, suggests everyone in the queue uh, to wear a headband with a mini backboard attached, therefore creating a basketball net and hoop. I like that because you you kind of would take a little paper list with you. Well, that that could be a way of uh, disposing (laughs) of the little paper in a ball, like you were actually in the office trying to get it in the bin. That's kind of cool. Nate's been on. He suggests a game called Penny Against the Wall, which I think I remember playing at school. I've just um, Googled it. Apparently, the objective is to throw the coin so they land as close to the wall as possible. Rolling the coin is forbidden. Some forms of the game require the coin to hit the wall to be a valid throw. That's a good idea. I never played it before. I reckon I could be good at that. Uh, Andy the cabbie, another Andy, uh, says you move up a turn if you entertain the others. This wow. is great. You'd, you'd actually be invested in, in bringing quality material to the queue if it got you in quicker. Imagine that. Imagine turning up at a queue at Tesco and doing five minutes of blue, pier end blue, and getting right to the front of the queue. You feel very proud of yourself. And then uh, Gary says, uh, you should go early one day and glue a one-pound coin to the floor. Sit in your car and watch hours of fun. Uh, another coin-based game. I do remember doing that at school, and it is actually fun. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Ali in St Albans is going with Supermarket Q Zorbing. Uh, good fun, and but also, you know, if you're in a Zorb, you're at least two metres away from the person in front. Imagine that as well, flattening someone who's taking way too much milk. That was so satisfying. <laughs> I'd love that. Uh, this text says, how about a silent disco? Everyone has their headphones in, staying two metres apart. It'd be great fun. Great idea. Ben in Telford going with a uh, a food-related one and going with the old parlour game of slapping an after-head. Going with the old parlour game idea of slapping an after-eight mint on your forehead and try and wiggle it into your mouth at the same time. (laughs) Uh, Mick says, this is one of the finest texts we've ever received into the show because it's really weird but also brilliant. It says, when you get into the dividing lines in the queue, the first line you turn 90 degrees, second line, you face backwards and so on, then everyone be rotating as they move forward. He adds, well, I, just a thought. I'm trying, I'm trying to work out the maths of it. Would everyone be facing, still be turning at the same way? Would you end up facing someone? You might end up going in backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Mick is a like brilliant it, idea. It's a brilliant idea. Love it. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull up stops there. I, 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 I think Mick's is Mix is great. How can I follow that? It's awesome. <laughs> the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. 
but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Bush and Ritchie with the Stay at Home Time show on Absolute Radio. Final song on today's No Repeat Guarantee. Back tomorrow, nine to five. Nothing repeated in between. I haven't had a tea yet during today's show. I hope everything is all right downstairs. If my wife can hear me, a tea would be lovely upstairs. Thank you very much. Joe, I'm thinking of I have the same situation here where I feel bad texting about it, but I feel like it should be on the cards. Maybe a finger bell. Is that too much? <laughs> <laughs> what did they have in like Downton Abbey? They had like a bell pull system, didn't they? Yeah, like, yeah, downstairs. which would go down to the to the scullery. Yeah, I might, tr- might try and uh, rig that up during my uh, my go. week off. Fantastic. Yeah, let, that would be fantastic. Keep us posted on that. Meanwhile, uh, thank you so much for your brilliant suggestions for these games that we could play whilst queuing for supermarkets. They've bowled us over with how imaginative they are. Gaz and Painton says, guys, you need to play people cricket. For everyone you spot that looks like a famous person, you get points. One point for similar, four points for pretty much, six points for a dead ringer. Works in airports, a treat. It's a great idea. I love my great cricket. Idea. I'm missing my cricket because of this lockdown. This should be played. I love it. Uh, Nick in Luton says to cheer up the queue, why not affix water cannons and rings to trolleys as per Takeshi's Castle? The two <sighs> metres distancing still compulsory. That would be good. Imagine that, spraying someone who's taking way too long to rummage through sausages in the meat <laughs> section, which is what happened to me the other day. It was like Pac-Man who got boxed in. Uh, Jim the Chef in Harlow says, how about a target goal and penalties for places? First to fourth, and if you miss, you go back to the end of the queue and you can do it any time you want if you get bored or you can stay in your place and just watch. It's very good. Peter and Woking, to the people in the front of the queue, suggest playing hide-and-seek and that you will be the seeker. You will then move to the front of the queue. They go off and hide into the supermarket you go. It's very smart, Peter. Do you know what? This is revolutionised queuing as far as I'm concerned. It sounds like it might actually be fun. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Do you remember last week uh, when uh, I was taking the mickey out of you for cleaning your car at the weekend and then I discovered that our van was literally covered in bird poo to the point where it looked like a decorator's radio? I do uh, I do remember it. It was an astonishing picture that you shared, like a, a waterfall of bird poop. I'd never seen anything like it, and it took me over an hour to get it off, and I was moaning the whole time, and my other half, Katie, was laughing at me through the window. So it was a pretty bleak experience overall. <laughs> As I was cleaning the poo off my car, I got to thinking, right, I feel like something's going on. Is anyone else suspicious that the birds are using this lockdown as an opportunity to make a bid for world domination? Because us, the human beings, we're like, we're on the back foot at the moment. We're not allowed to leave the house. And we've kind of left the outside world. So the the birds have got the run of the place. Do you know what I mean? Like a Hitchcock movie. They're certainly pooing way, way, way more than normal. If you haven't experienced right now where you've noticed either sketchy bird behaviour, like taking liberties, or they've been over-pooing, doubling down on pooing, get in touch with the show. Because I think uh, this could be a real situation where they're going to make a land grab for world domination. 8, 12, 15. Have you noticed this, Richie? Do you know what? I wanted to laugh at you. Uh, my gut reaction was to laugh as I as I started hearing this suggestion. <laughs> but then, chillingly, and I'm getting yeah. up a Google map right now, all right? Chillingly, words that I said to my wife a couple of days ago, sat in the garden, came to mind. I was lying on, uh, on a chair out in the garden and could hear the sound of a seagull. 
And Natalie just goes, I love hearing them. And I went, what, seagulls? I, I, I don't mind them near the seaside, but we're nowhere near the sea. And it suddenly made me think to myself, what is a seagull doing in Hertfordshire? It's really, yeah. really weird. And then when I, when I say that and question myself, I'm wondering, what are the seagulls up to? And what are seagulls? They're birds. And it then goes to your point, what are the birds doing? They're mobilising. That is what's going on. They're mobilising. If you remember the bit, the famous bit in the uh, the first Star Wars movie, Star Wars: A New Hope, uh, they go somewhere uh, and they they come out of hyperspace, and then there's a, a, a short or medium range Tie Fighter, and they're thinking to themselves, "What's a, what's a short range Tie Fighter doing out in space like this?" And then they realise it's on its way back to land at the Death Star, which they didn't know existed. It could be a bird version of the Death Star. We're not overegging it here. This is a real danger. So I'm looking up South End, not far from where you are right now. And by road, that is 47 miles away. What is a seagull doing here, 47 yeah. miles away from the sea? Something's happening, Bush. 8, 12, 15, if you feel that birds are up to something. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Tuesday night stay at home time show on Absolute Radio. This is Bush and Richie. Once again on Thursday, we'll be clapping for our carers outside the front door. Uh, if you want to let us know who you are clapping for on Thursday, much like we did last week, uh, to personalise the home time clap, uh, then uh, get in touch with us. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Drop us an email and we'll make sure that we're saying hello to everyone properly and giving them the respect that they deserve come Thursday night show. Uh, meanwhile, I've just revealed my conspiracy theory. I genuinely believe and I'm convinced that the birds are using the lockdown as an opportunity to make a land grab for world domination. They're up to something. I can feel it. They're definitely pooing more than ever before. If you've seen examples of birds being just a little bit suspicious, text us now 812.15. Plenty of people ready to laugh at you and I here, Bush, but Ricky's backing us up. He says they're certainly a lot louder by me, definitely yeah. plotting something. Uh, Kev has tweeted uh, to say it's 5G and they are going crazy <laughs> in particular areas. Look, I think, Kev, let, let's not have another of these ridiculous wildfire rumours going around. We can slap that one down straight away. Do you remember your Rocco had a poo in his hair about three or four weeks ago? Maybe that was yes, the warning I do. shot. Yeah, I do remember that. Wow. Yeah, on our, our, we were on our, our daily prescribed walk and it happened. Wow, yes. There you go. Shot across your bowels. Ricky says the seagulls are definitely more mardy due to their lack of chips. Good point. Because <laughs> people are not yes. having chips anymore. They must be yeah. really annoyed by it. They must be absolutely raging. And Stephen says, I've seen an interview with a professor saying that birds think we are becoming extinct because they can't see many of us from up in the air. So this is wow. it. This is their big moment to top of make a real run for it and think, right, brilliant. We've got rid of those kind of walking around two-legged idiots. Let's have the place to ourselves. <laughs> Before you start laughing, there's plenty of people that are backing us up. Anne has texted to say, uh, read the seagulls on the coast here in Troon in Scotland. We're loving the fact they've left town. It's a massive topic of conversation. <laughs> Nothing on cars, no being woken at stupid o'clock. We reckon it's because there's no rubbish being left lying around for them to picnic on. Wow, so they're trying to take the cities. I mean, if you're going to like take over any form of a nation, you go to the cities first or maybe get to the waterways. Yeah. It's, it's madness. Uh, Bex from Pompey says, my sister-in-law's parrot has taken to pooing on her or and even her phone if we try and video call. So the birds are trying to stop us from communicating with each other. 
even the domesticated birds. Uh, Simon says, I've been saying this for years. They're quicker, fitter, have the gift of flight. We only need the gulls and the crows and the ducks and the geese and the others to team up and we're done for. A planet of the birds. Oh, I can see a movie right now. And James Varney of the Isle of Wight says, it's the ducks where we are. They're on the roofs of the houses. They're walking around the gardens and sitting in the road. They've taken over. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Apologies to those of you who have found the last 45 minutes of broadcasting quite frightening at this thought. Uh, We're just passing on our thoughts and trying to open people's eyes. But Ed Maguire does text in with a rather more optimistic view on things. He says, look, don't panic. The birds are helping as well by pooing. Best natural fertiliser. Look it up if you don't believe me. Well, the thing is, though, maybe they're just fertilising the land for when they take over and they'll be able to grow stuff with weird oh, bird man. tools. Yeah. Isn't that a bird I'd seen, I'd seen straight through it, but you're quite right, yes. Yeah. That's what's going on. Strange. And then Christian says, and this, this, this is maybe the one that will pose the most questions. He says, join the movement. Birds are clearly government surveillance drones and the lockdown is merely an excuse to upgrade them and has copied me in on a site that you may want to go and check out yourself this evening, birdsaren'treal.com, the official site of the Birds Aren't Real movement. Wake yourself up from the lie. Kirsty says, uh, the birds are definitely up to something. Only yesterday I said to my partner that the birds were getting ballsier as I stood having a stare-off with a crow that had come and sat on the fence and started pulling at the end of my neighbour's washing line. Not once, not twice, but four times did it do this until the washing line came loose. <laughs> <laughs> the crow. Oh, so you're saying the, the crow has loosened the washing line in some kind of Michael Crawford, some mothers do have a moment. Is that what's being said here? They're trying to stop us from getting dressed. They're trying to stop us from speaking to our friends or leaving the house. It's out of control. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to sleep tonight. Uh, Right, look, on the way after six, we cross live to Tooting, uh, where the Tuesday Tombola is being held hostage by our uh, producer, Adem. He is the Bulls master, and we will spin it after six to uh, see what topic gets spat out of the hatch. I have to tell you uh, that the list of 100 topics that corresponds to the 100 balls inside the Tombola has five vacancies right now we've been a little bit slack so an opportunity if you would like to chuck a topic into the mix of the tombola get in touch with us right now the home time podcast with bush and richie if you're listening it's probably not home time anymore but we can't be bothered to think of a new name Absolute Radio. Bush and Richie here with your stay-at-home time show on a Tuesday night, trying to keep everybody's peckers up. And as best we can, we're trying to keep it business as usual. And the Tombola on a Tuesday night, the Tuesday Tombola, is as much a part of that as anything else. Even though the Tombola is not with myself or Richie in the two individual houses that we're doing this show from, uh, it's somewhere else. It's in our producer's house. We're still going to make this happen, aren't we, Richie? We are indeed. It's the one time of the week where we now regularly uh, open up the show to the the third spoke of the wheel. Is that a phrase? Is that an analogy? Yeah. I'm not sure it is. Yeah. Uh, let's cross live to the Tooting Bullsmaster. It is our producer, Adem. Not a fan of this nickname, but evening, gents. The, the Bull Botherer. The Tooting <laughs> Bull Botherer. That's it. That's, That's what he does. One. Yeah, so <laughs> let's... Um, 
<laughs> let's uh, spin let's spin that tombola like only you can do it Dem and see what ball of the 99 comes out uh, to the topics that are inside let's go for it aggressive really aggressive spin there from Adem yeah, he does it is number 72 72 Ooh. tell us about your TV cameo Oh, wow. This will be great. Now, I like this. I like this. Tell us about your TV cameo. It could have been uh, consciously. You might have uh, got yourself as a role as, a, uh, as an extra in something. You might have been uh, in the background of something once. Do you want to be the worst thing ever, right? Uh, imagine my worst nightmare ever is 6 o'clock news or whatever. They're doing a special on obesity in Great Britain and they use a uh, from-behind photo of me eating a McDonald's at a service station whilst they're doing the story. <laughs> so is like, that an know, actual they, TV they, cameo, is it? That could be a TV cameo. That would be terrible. Or me walking, but being a bit overweight, doing overweight walking. <laughs> and they use that in the background of the story about obesity's on the rise. That'd be awful, that. It would be. So look, Wouldn't that's it? what's come out of the uh, Tombola today. If you have a story of a TV cameo for yourself, do let us know about them. 8, 12, 15. That's uh, a text or tweet at Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. This is their Hometime Show with Bush and Richie. It's Absolute Radio on a Tuesday night. Uh, we did this a couple of weeks ago and it went down a storm, so we're going to do it again and we want you to get involved. Uh, Richie and I are going to be doing a cook-along, cooking live from our kitchens on this show, 6pm on Friday. So make sure you've got some stuff in and you're ready to cook with us. Did you ever get that curry ready the other Friday? Literally just finished it. Literally just <laughs> longest meal I've ever prepared in my life. Looking forward to Friday and the cook-along. That'll be a good giggle again. Right now, it's the Tuesday Tombola. Ball 72 came out. We want to hear about your TV cameos. Shunny from Merthyr Tidville says, I was in the queue waiting to go in and watch the Welsh Open snooker uh, in Cardiff about 16 years ago when a cameraman and his colleague from the BBC came on to me and asked if I'd like to be on TV. Being 16 and full of myself, as you were, I said, yeah, go on then. I had to pretend to be playing a computer game, then stop and turn to camera and say, why are some tables faster than others which then would go back to the studio and they'd answer the question as i paused to say it i froze and got nervous and in the most welsh valleys accent i messed it all up and have nothing but grief for it off the lads even 16 years later i'll never live it down it's weird though if you have something like that happen on telly people don't forget it like my friend jeff duggan who i went to school with uh, he wrote to the really wild show and asked a specialist <laughs> on it. i think he might have even asked terry nutkins whether uh, kangaroos can swim or not and we still go on about it to this day uh, tommy i don't know whether they can swim or not uh, tommy says once was caught on camera falling over an advertising board front row as ryan lowe scored for sheffield wednesday at Tranmere rovers i love it when people over celebrate and stack it at football matches that's great that's brilliant and he would have been hoping that he wasn't caught uh, my TV cameo was appearing as the bus driver in episode one of series one of Peep Show, says Alex Ooh. in Letchworth Garden City. And hi to Hazel Rogers, who says, I was on a kids' TV talent show in the early 90s called But Can You Do It on TV? Doing rhythmic gymnastics while some girl sang The Wind Beneath My Wings. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. And a quick answer for you, Bush. All kangaroos have short hair, powerful hind legs, small forelimbs, big feet and a long tail. They also use their tail when swimming. That's right. Oh. Kangaroos can swim. There you go, Jeff. You needn't have asked. Absolute Radio. 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 Absolute Radio.
Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. So Jack says, I was featured in Heston's Great British Food, the TV show with Heston Blumenthal, when he came down to Brixham, which is my hometown, in 2013. He was filmed aboard the famous Golden Hind in Brixham Harbour, which is one of the, the best little tourist attractions ever. The Golden Hind, that was a train. It's, a, it's an old galleon. It's like a recreation of like an old kind of Spanish galleon, I think. Ah, maybe they named the train mm. after your galleon. Get down, get yourself down to Brixham. It's all going on, mate. It's all going on. Transport chat. Uh, Here's a text from Carl. I love this. My brother was interviewed live on Sky Sports News when we were in Rome to watch United play. Alcohol was banned, and when the cameraman widened his shot, my nephew and I were seen with steins of lager. Lads. Complete lads. And then this one's going to be hard to beat. Rene in Hampshire says, and genuinely, this is going to be incredibly hard to beat this evening, My Eye was featured in the opening credits of the James Bond film Spectre. Wow. Wow, your eye. I mean, this this is like a, a, a subplot of this TV cameo. If a body part of yours has been used in something, maybe you're a hand model or a foot model, please get in touch with the show, 8 12, 15. That's brilliant. Absolute Radio. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. This is Bush and Richie with the Stay at Home Time Show Absolute Radio. Tomorrow night, our Celebs at Home series returns. Uh, comedian Sean Walsh uh, will be chatting to us tomorrow night on the show. Meanwhile, it's Tuesday. It's the Tuesday Tombola. Ball number 72 has been spit out, which means we're after your TV cameos. I've had some amazing stuff into the show. Thank you so much for all your comments tonight. Uh, this one says, Hi, guys. I was an extra on Wolf Hall at Dover Castle as a builder. Uh, one of my favourite programmes ever. I nearly crashed into Mark Rylance during one take, and later on, I had some of the other extras. I and some of the other extras, sorry, managed to convince a bunch of American tourists. It was a drama series about Tudor builders. <laughs> Love that. Love your work. Uh, Johnny says, In 1991, I was working at a London hotel and we were being filmed for an episode of Wish You Were Here, the travel show. God bless Ooh. Judith Chalmers. Uh, yes. The London Black Cab had just launched the new wheelchair-friendly cab and they had a wheelchair but nobody to sit in it. So my only TV cameo role was being pushed into a London cab in a wheelchair. I then had lots of old friends getting in touch, concerned about my health and well-being. <laughs> that's so, it's weird, though, isn't it? Do people see it on telly and then they just believe you know, that's, that's the situation? Yeah. yeah it, it's uh, crazy. This text is fantastic as well. Hi, I was off on the sick years ago and on a beach in Swansea and the Ivanhoe hit a rock and started sinking. I got caught on the news at six rescuing a girl from the sinking boat and my boss wasn't very happy because he saw the programme. (laughs) What are the odds on that? The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. I hope you enjoyed the show. There's one text that we didn't get time for. It came in after the show finished about the whole TV cameo thing that I've just got to read because it's brilliant. What about this? Hey, lads, I have the dubious honour of being a baby in a Pampers TV advert in the early 90s, so my bottom was broadcast to the nation. Oh, wow. Now, that's, that's, that's amazing. the kind of thing that I've been the, um, the, you know, the, the kid on the front of the Nirvana album who was yes. naked. Millions of people have seen that lad naked. 
That's the kind of secret that um, you're depending on a family member not letting out because you would only consciously tell people about that if you wanted to share it. So it's only going to get known by your friends if someone else in your family says, oh, did you know that he was in that? Get the books out, get the photos, or you could just text it it into a a national radio show, which (laughs) is kind of just what he's done there. So well done, mate. (laughs) It's huge. You've reached the end of the Home Time Podcast. Yeah, Bush and Richie have finished the show. It's time to talk to a real-life person. We'll wait for the next podcast this time tomorrow.